Hey everyone, it's John Warren from Fanbyte. The world of games and entertainment can be a lot to try to keep up with, but don't worry, I've got you covered. Join me, the Fanbyte crew, and our friends from around the industry as we break down the week's biggest headlines on Thanks for the Knowledge, our weekly video game news podcast. Plus, get a look at the week ahead so you don't miss upcoming game releases, events, and much more. Thanks for the Knowledge is available at fanbyte.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can thank us later. Welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode 231 for Friday, October 22nd, 2021. Happy race weekend. I am in Austin getting ready to see speedy cars go fast. Uh, Can't wait. The Optional Podcast is a show all about video games and how they connect to the world around us. Recorded each week from New York City and bounce around cables and satellites all around the world. Space! And right into your listening device of choice. As always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my one and only co-host, Cam Brewster. I got iced tea and I'm really happy. Super happy. Wow, iced tea is in your house? Yeah, I got like... <laughs> Shit. You got me. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> he was like, yeah. she's dead. So he's <laughs> just like, what? Why is there murder in my Oh, house? I love the option. <laughs> I love the option. Uh, yeah, so uh, con- actually, con- I lied in the intro. We're not talking about video games today. No. Well, well it might come maybe. up. It might come up. Actually, it'll probably come up. <laughs> But it's not the main focus of right. the show this week. We don't have any games to talk about. No games. You know what? If, if you even mention a game, I'm going to get upset. Um, get you a part of it. Yeah, I'll get. Uh, I'll cut this podcast off. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm I'm in Austin this week, and uh, I will. I am not able to record the podcast. Um, so we are recording this from the past. You know, boosting it into the future via technology. Dang. And uh, we're we're gonna go over some of our uh, non-game options that we didn't go over last week. And uh, you have got another podcast. Yeah, um, that folks might want to check out. That isn't called uh, the uh, optional podcast. <laughs> no, no. Um, I don't remember how I found out about this. I think it might have been through TikTok, but um, I've been kind of like going through some like horror movies and horror things, trying to get in the mood. Like, I'm not a huge October spooky person, but yeah. um, my partner is my girlfriend. She she's really into like. You know, pumpkins and shit, and pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice, all that shit, man. Leaves. Oh yeah, flannels, okay, blankets, Mm -hmm. pumpkin candles with little bits in it. Like, come on, man. Um, so I'm trying to like, you know, embrace that a little bit, little little bit of horror, scary, scaries, vampires, um, black cats. All right, I'll stop. But (laughs) yeah, so I've been trying to like get in that mode. So we've been watching some scary movies, um, watching some scary shows, and I came across this TikTok, I believe, or was it Twitter? Can't remember. But it was a video this guy was talking about um, this uh, storytelling horror podcast, 
called Nightlight, and it's produced and written and uh, voice acted completely by black folk, which is really cool. Um, So it's just these, you know, horror stories and, and fictional tales. They're usually short. They're usually around like 30 to 40 minutes. Um, and they have a ton of episodes. They have like 200 episodes and it's very much like, um, tales, tales from the crypt or are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. It's just people acting it out. Usually one person, um, just reading someone else's work. And I think it's just really cool that, you know, these people carved out their own space, um, to, to tell these stories. I will say though, I've been working my way from the newest backwards. Okay. I have not gotten scared once. Oh. There was one that made me feel really uncomfortable because it was kind of erotica. And I was just like, oh. I was in the I was in the car with my girlfriend. We were like, this is a little freaky. A little <laughs> freaky dicky. Yeah. It was like, hey. Um, yeah, yeah. and I was just not prepared for that. But other than that, it, it wasn't like too scary. And I don't know if like that means I'm like really tough or just like it just wasn't no, I it. You, I think you're just tough. It, I'm just a tough guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm actually enjoying the stories. I think they're pretty creative and um, they do some really good twists on like classic folk tales like um, the magical Negro and how that can, you know, be careful what you wish for and lawn jockeys and shit. It's just, Oh, well. Yeah, if you ever seen Tales from the Hood. Yeah. There's a story that's just like that and it's pretty it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I thought it was a really cool take on stuff. So, if you're into horror stuff, maybe give it a shot and let me know what you think and how it stands up to the stuff you usually intake, but um I'm enjoying it. I, I like to listen to it when I'm like going on a walk or, you know, just grabbing some coffees and at the coffee shop or something like that. Okay, nice. Wow, yeah. look at you. Just going for nice autumn walks. Man, I, I've been absorbing it all, man. I, I've got a week left here Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. in New York. In. So, I, yeah, I've been soaking it in and there's nothing like the, the leaves falling and, oh, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like just, I don't know, the crisp, cool air now. It's it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Gotta love and it. And then put some put spooky shit in the background, man. That's perfect. I <laughs> love it. Nice you know, Fight off a crackhead. Like, yeah. <laughs> you gotta be ready you gotta be ready you gotta, you gotta look out for the, the the squirrels that are barking that's the, one of the oh things that God. i learned today yeah i told paul about um this morning i woke up to this like weird chirping barking noise and i was like what the fuck is that and it was a squirrel on my fire escape and he was barking at my cat face to face my cat was just staring him down and the squirrel was just like Rawr. And it's so fucking weird, man. I'd never seen that before. <laughs> so, so I went weird. down this rabbit hole of like, why is, is the squirrel making this noise? And apparently squirrels do bark and they yelp and stuff like that. And they gar- they growl as well. Um, they're pretty aggressive animals uh, from what I read. But uh, yeah, they, he was just scared. And I guess maybe he thought my cat was a predator of some sort. Huh. Which is not wrong, I guess, but. <laughs> he is a little shithead so <laughs> yeah. he's just a little indoor shithead spoiled ass yeah, brat spoiled little brat uh yeah. like my like my rip what a fucking what a brat sometimes i just like look at her i'm like man you don't even pay rent not you don't a damn get cinch. a job or like <laughs> could you just laying out on the couch while i'm stressing out over work stuff and she's just like Grab a broom, okay. sweep something. I know, do something. Clean your own litter at the God very damn. least. Yo, Jesus. Um all right. Well, mine, uh, my pick for the week 
is uh is a pretty cool YouTube channel that I love to watch and uh it's it's it sounds so stupid but it can be so satisfying to hear someone talk about a thing that that they're really knowledgeable about and mm-hmm. like um and presented in a way that's really cool. So um, this one's called the the Topher YouTube channel. That's T O P H E R. I think it's just like one word. The Topher. The Topher. Like Christopher. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. And um, they uh, they do. I think it's like a couple of them. They do uh, first person like perspective, like POV driving reviews of cars or like first looks at cars. And um, it's so satisfying. It's almost like you know uh car guy asmr mm-hmm. um asm car guy Ooh, bars wow Actually, yeah i watched them as well um yeah very good stuff yeah because like you know you get a you literally get a, a, a sort of first person view um i also like um watching this other me i'll throw in a bonus one this week there's another channel that i really really love um that does something similar where like the camera on the inside, it's called best is, and this is going to be a lot. It's called <laughs> best motoring official. Nice. Um, it's a Japanese YouTube uh, production. And I, I, I'm pretty sure it's been going on for ages. Cause sometimes they have like older episodes and it, this feels like it's been going on for ages, but um, a lot of them have closed captioning in English. So you can actually follow along. And um, have I ever showed you this cam? Have I ever showed you this channel? Either I don't one? I but I've seen Topher, Topher? on my own. Okay. Like I've I've watched him and uh I love it. So I'll send you this one, uh the best motoring one. So they this the, this one is also very cool, but the reason I brought that up is because the in relation to like the Topher YouTube channel, it's nice to see the inside of a car as it's being driven. Mm-hmm. Uh because you get a real uh chance to see how, you know, how it feels and you know what the what's the turning like, you know, like what does the engine sound like? He even does like, here's what the sound system sounds like. So it's also in 4k by the way, which is really nice. Uh, it's, it's really cool to watch. I highly recommend it. It's also very oddly like pleasing to watch, um, especially when they're driving like six speed manuals. Like it's just, it's just cool. You know, it's just cool to see someone who knows how to kind of throw a car around, um, operate it so skillfully and then and then also speak about it in real time as it's happening it's just uh it's very cool i've got i mean i'm obviously falling into my own rabbit hole of, of car car guy and um <laughs> this is my final form car guy and uh yeah it's uh it's fun it's i I've, even on tiktok i'm like following you know car detailers and and they kind of walk you through step by step the things they do to clean a car or yeah it's so much fun to kind of like get into that stuff i also just can't wait to start doing that on my own so um the topher channel specifically is really cool because i don't know like i think it's it's just that kind of like damn how did you how does one person get into this because they'll literally send him a car for like a month and he'll drive it or a couple weeks and he'll drive it and like you know put it to the test and like make it his everyday vehicle, which is pretty cool. Like, and I like when people do stuff like that to be a little bit more thorough. Because if you sure. if you drive something around the block or around the track a couple times, like you're getting a very specific view of it. Um, right. I think that's why a lot of people buy cars and they end up not being happy with it in the next two years. And you know, uh, so I, I like when people really go and be thorough with it, and you know, just literally type in a car. I'm pretty sure. 
He's driven um, it. He's driven it. Yeah, it, it's yeah. pretty cool. Very, very cool. Highly recommend it. Um, it's great. It's got my stamp of approval. <laughs> um, so, uh, all right, let's jump into. Wait, I got one more. Oh, oh, you got another one? Yeah, I got another one. Oh, go for and it. It's another spooky bitch. It's a spooky bitch. Um, yeah, I don't know if you've seen the show, but uh, a lot of people, it, it, it was like blowing up a couple week, weeks ago. Um, Midnight Mass on, on yeah. Netflix. Have you yeah, heard of yeah, this? Yeah. It's, it's like a part of like a larger universe, right? From what I understand, it's part of the haunting yes. of Hill House. Yes, yeah, one of the, it sounds about right. Or the guy who made it is the guy, same person. Um, yeah. And it has like the same actors. They recycle all the same actors. Um, oh, that's cool. Which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, this is another one of those. And this one takes place. It's very like unassuming, but like it takes place on this small island in the northeast, um, like a fishing town. Uh, and like literally so tiny where it's like maybe 300 people. Um, maybe 300 people. Uh yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it's just like a little f- small fishing village and you have to like, if you want to get to the mainland, you have to take a ferry um, and it only comes once a day or twice a day and then you're asked out. But uh, this town is brought together by um, a single church that's been there since forever. Uh, and, you know, people are very religious and any outside person that's like maybe not religious or kind of sways from the ways of the island are kind of outcasts so you'll have like the the town drunk who you don't know he did something bad in his past and everybody kind of like he's like a little pariah now and you know he's kind of shunned by the rest of the people you have the prodigal son who basically this is the main character but he gets into an accident. Well, you find out that he gets into an accident and he killed somebody in a drunk driving accident, kills a girl and he goes to jail. And then the story picks up of him coming back uh, like 10 years later or something like that to the Island. And, you know, basically his life has like his life has stayed still while everybody's has progressed and strained his relationship with his parents. And then you have the, the Muslim sheriff, and he's pretty much one of the only him and his son are the only like people of color on this island. And that also has a strained relationship between some of the members of the island. And uh, that's pretty interesting. And then you have this priest who comes to the island as like a new priest. And he's kind of like doing things a little differently from everybody else. He's really passionate Um he's bringing life back into the church and then shit just kind of goes left from there. It turns into this like horror show. Uh, I don't really want to give away too much about it, but it's basically like people's misunderstanding about supernatural entities and then uh, them using that as an excuse to, or misunderstanding that entity as a calling from a higher power, God specifically or maybe an angel or something like that when it's oh. more nefarious than that. And it's more scary. It's, it's like, you know, people are very delusional. Well, I guess that's the point of the show, right? It's like this line between what is faith? What is religion? What is atheism? What does that mean in the whole context of society? And 
you know, how far do you go with your religion and, and stuff like that? Um, I think there's another allegory on top of that, but I don't really want to give it away. Um, but mm, Spoilery. Yeah, it's getting a little spoilery. Um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the hell out of the show. I think the performances are really cool. The show is oddly, like, slow, but it's a, there's a lot of, like, one-on-one conversations and and uh dialogues and stuff like that which i i love like i like when they get down to the nitty-gritty especially with like the preacher he or the priest or whatever he's very good in this this show um he he has these like these bits where he goes on for like 10 minutes straight and it's just like damn this is pretty intense uh i i, I love the show I, I think it it ended like the last episode i don't think it really hit the way i expected it to just because of the build-up um but the ride was really worth it i think uh nice the episodes are pretty long though like some of them go for like an hour change um uh, you know so how many episodes is it uh, i think like seven or eight something like oh, okay that. so it's not, not too bad no it's not it's not too it's not too long at all but i i just think it's a really cool show i, I think they they did some really cool stuff on some like classic um, sci-fi horror stuff. Um, really cool take on it. Um, yeah, I have a really bad aversion to spoilers, so that's why I'm not really giving anything. No, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want it spoiled. So I'm like, yeah, oh, shit, yeah, yeah. maybe I'll watch this on like... And on, I don't know how like people don't get spoiled because like, it was blowing up like the week I was watching it and I was like, fuck, man, like, I'm staying away from the internet because I, I really wanted to be surprised by this show. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen stuff about it, but I, like, I haven't... I don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to, yeah, I'm going to put this on my queue for when I'm traveling for sure. Yeah, I'm going to have a yeah, lot of time. Really to um, all right. Uh, with that said, let's, uh, let's answer some questions. Yeah. If you have any questions for us please feel free to throw us uh wow to throw us don't throw us throw <laughs> them into our questions channel in the optional discord um if you're also in the fan by discord there's a room for questions in there as well um just mark them with the optional so i can see them same thing if you decide to email us over at podcasts at fanbyte.com just put optional in there so i can catch it and continuing our voicemail tradition you can also call us at 424-426-3799 Again, if you can't remember, it's 424 Gamer ZZ. Uh, how could I you forget? <laughs> yeah, give us a call. Honestly, we, we love hearing your voices. Um, okay, so our first question for the week comes from Jason, who asks a very, very uh, you know, important question, which is, uh, if you were on Love Island, what would, you, what would your strategy be to win? Hmm. That's a very good one, um, because I do think that people are pretty strategic on that show. Uh, oh, very, very much so. I think I would go the genuine route. I think okay. I would. Oh, okay. I would try to be very visibly genuine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if that makes any sense. Because you know, like when people are, like, and I, I totally mean I'm being full of shit, right? Like, I mean these people are like clearly not genuine, and they're just being very genuine. If you know what I'm saying, like it's just yeah. weird. Yeah, so. I would go that route. I would just be very much like the friend to everybody. Uh, like, you know, even if I don't get picked by the girl or the guy or whatever, I can, my friends will save me. 
So yeah, you got to build all those connections. Be genuine. Quotes. Yeah, uh, you know what's? Yeah, that, that's actually a good strategy yeah. because I'm I'm looking. I was on YouTube just now looking for a video that I found, and I and underneath that I didn't realize this, but Toby from last season is a YouTuber now. Apparently, nice. I uploaded a video six hours ago, um, and yeah, I kind of would maybe go Toby's route. Be the sort of lovable. Idiot. Yeah, you know, like because it 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 was you know wild to watch Toby's ride in there. Oh my god. Um, especially from the last season. Because uh yeah. Yeah, he ended up it, being one of my favorites just because yeah, he was such same. a bumbling goof. Like jeez. <laughs> right. That's a that's yeah. a hard that's a hard one to like balance. I think he just did it perfectly, like he hit the sweet spot. I'm yeah, being it's, like it's, dumb. Right. Yeah, this is this was a tough this is this was a very tough question because you know um, me and Cam were actually intelligent and uh, <laughs> we also happen to be hot, so it's hard, hard to yeah, you know, it's hard try to, to try to. <laughs> this life is really tough. <laughs> it's, it's tough, you know. Um, but I was gonna say, uh, if you get a chance, Cam, I'll send you the link to this, but uh, maybe I'll put it in the show notes too. The um, there's a really good video, YouTube video out there I watched a couple weeks ago uh, from <laughs> the YouTube channel is called Broy Deschanel. And uh, it's called Love Island, a flirtation with surveillance. It's a really interesting deep dive into Love Island and like kind of what it has become now, now that people are very aware of the Mm. strategies and the perception that they have on like, it even analyzes like prison experiments and similar surveillance style, you know, experiments. It is fascinating. It's a fascinating deep dive. It was like 40 minutes long, but it was, it was a good watch. I'll definitely Uh, send that my way. That sounds good. Yeah, it's cool as hell. Uh, okay, Pierre asks, here's one. Has a person been a good guide slash mentor in your adult life? And what important lessons have they taught you through their actions? Oh, wow. Yeah, for sure. Um, want me to take this one? Yeah, yeah, if you want to kick go it first. off. Yeah, um, my, uh, my uncle, uh, big, huge influence on my life as an adult, um, he he's like not blood related, but he married my aunt, and he's just a very genuinely good person. And uh, he has like lived a thousand lives. Like he was like in the military and and uh, uh, army ranger and all this other oh, shit. Wow. Uh, uh, what do you call that? A life coach. Um, mm. He writes books. It's, he's he's a. Um, government contractor for like it and all this other stuff and he's just like the same uncle i met absolutely um yeah he's he's really interesting dude um and he lives his life like very much like i i think he's good at like not letting your past dictate what you're gonna do um Mm. you know dictate your 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 um your position now, right? Like, yes, these things are, you know, can be blockers. These things can either help or hinder you, but you can always kind of start now with a lot of things. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's what he's kind of instilled with me. Like, and me and him used to argue a lot because I used to be like, but you're not, li- you're not like taking into account all these factors and all these things. He would be like adamant. Like, what does that matter now though? Like, Right. And like, right, like, I don't always agree with all of it, but I think that's helped me kind of frame a lot of my endeavors and trying new things and stuff. Um, 
because you you tend to think about that stuff a lot, like your past and you know not getting a fair shake and maybe you know having things have your life hasn't been too easy and I think a lot of us can relate and I think that if you you know at least try to to start fresh and you know put your best foot forward in a lot of things that you do I, I think the outcome will surprise you um and that that's actually helped me a lot like I don't always do it I don't always stick to the 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 guide or whatever he's instilled but um i try to do as much as i can and a lot of times it's been positive outcomes um so yeah yeah my uncle for sure wow yeah that's that's awesome that's like so interesting to hear about your uncle too yeah um i i respect i always salute someone who has lived a thousand lives because i kind of i secretly want that for myself as well you know like just be able to just have a lot of stories to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I've I have I've had a lot of uh, I would say guides and mentors throughout my life. Um, you know, my dad's definitely been one of them. My dad has been a huge influence on me as just like a human being, um, as someone who you know wasn't perfect, isn't perfect, no one is, but um, has really tried their best to, you know, always have a bit of a code and a bit of like a, mm. um, a sense of empathy for others and, and, you know, trying to help out wherever you can and be being considerate. And I try my best to, you know, do, do that in my day to day life. So that's been incredibly helpful. You know, that sort of, um, that resilience, um, you know, my, I, I would say, yeah, my, my parents for sure. My mom also has taught me that how to be strong, how to be again, resilient, um, you know, kind of make do with what you got and, you know, I, there's so many quotes that I quote my, I quote my mom and my parents like every day, you know, like yeah. there are things that I, when I need a sort of like reminder of like, you know, my mom would always sort of laugh and she would always say, you know, whenever things were going wrong, you know, we'll, we'll look back at this and we'll laugh. Mm. And I always like that, that's always stayed with me because, you know, honestly, uh, that's always been the case. You're mm-hmm. always kind of, when you're kind of going through the storm, it's, it's rough, but that's always been a bit of a, you know, sort of, um, guiding star for me that that little nugget of wisdom so my parents are full of those kind of things uh my brother uh you uh have, have been a guy me? me there are times yeah for sure Dang. like there are times where i need to kind of check in and and i have to vent yeah. and you know you've always been there to, to to hear me out and just kind of bring me back down to earth and kind of remind me to like stop worrying about stupid shit which i need to hear often <laughs> yeah um yeah so I mean, yeah like a lot of people in my life I, it's hard it's hard to pointed on one person but you know my partner is is so helpful with with everything like you know everything in my life Uh, we we are like that's like the truest um, yeah definition of like a partnership we definitely help each other in a lot of different ways and we balance each other out really well and and we're always there to support each other so it's so it's so good to have that support you know at at home so that's uh because you know they they hear about all the stuff I worry about every day. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, yeah, it's been a lot of people. But uh, to answer your question, um, yeah, I try I try my best to like go into a lot of um, relationships and uh, new new relationships. Uh, I, I feel like I've definitely met people even here at Fanbyte since I, since I've started who I who I definitely feel like I can trust and learn from, and I'm excited to like learn from them and you know just um, just grow and mm-hmm. and. I try to go into a lot of interactions like that. Like um, no, there's nothing more to me that there's nothing more annoying to me sometimes than someone who feels like, I don't know, they don't listen as much. Um, 
they like to be listened to, uh, mm. but they don't necessarily hear you out. Um, so I try my best not to be that person. Um, you know, as much as I can. Because if you bring up F1, then I'm going to be like, I'll talk your ear <laughs> off. But um, yeah, you know, so it's it's been a lot of people. I would say it's it definitely, it's one of those, you know, it, it takes a village type of situations. Um, but yeah, a lot of lessons. Sorry, that was, that was long. No, that was very good. Uh, Jose asks, there are some pieces of media I think deserve better, but that, that I think deserve, uh, oh, I'm sorry, hold on, let me take this again. There are some pieces of media I think deserve better, but were scorned by the cultural zeitgeist upon release due to misinterpretations or unmet expectations. I'm probably the only, the only, the internet's only fan of Metroid Other M, Alien Resurrection. That's not true. I love that movie. Uh, oh, it's it's Jose's favorite Aliens movie. Uh, and I do consider Final Fantasy X-2 to be the best Final Fantasy, much to the chagrin of nerds everywhere. Uh, <laughs> what picks do you have for pieces of art the world just wasn't ready for that you wish people would revisit. Cam, do you have one? Uh, you go first. Okay, so I have two right off the bat. These were um, these are games. I'm sorry, I'm bringing up video games, but uh, Mirror's Edge was really cool. Um, I think it had a sequel that I did not play because it just didn't look interesting to me. Maybe I'll revisit it someday, but um, I thought Mirror's Edge deserved so much better. They, they even had DLC where it was just the parkour part, just the part that we were actually there for. Um, Mirror's Edge, I think, is a perfect example of something that doesn't need to be these high stakes, you know, shootout type of situations. Yeah. They could have been, I feel like they could have figured something out creatively to make that not be what it was. Um, and uh, Advanced Warfare, uh, it, it has someone who we don't talk about anymore. They were banished to the Netherrealm. But um, <laughs> I thought as a as an overall experience, it was kind of cool. I liked it. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was fun to see Call of Duty not stepping shit and make up a Final Fantasy-ass story in the future. Um, although I'm sure they still stepped in shit yeah. in some ways. But it was good. It was good. It was overlooked. And um, yeah, I also... I wish more people played Luminous because in the, there's a world in which we have a modern-day Luminous. And uh, I don't know if we'll get that. I hope we'll get that. Maybe off the success of Tetris Effect. But yeah. Um, that's good can what are yours uh so i have two i have a game in a in a movie but uh oh shit the uh game for sure is shinmu i I think more people need to put some respect on shinmu especially now (laughs) that uh people are loving um yakuza Yakuza and those those that's judgment yeah those sega games um they they owe it all to shinmu all right uh same can be said we bring this up a lot on this show so you already know where i'm going with this but um uh tokyo drift oh my god put some respect on tokyo i don't i really don't understand why people don't like that movie it me neither the cultural significance of this movie is incredible you have no i mean you should know right like the the theme song for this thing is no, like it's literally a stand-in for drifting or driving. Yeah, like I can play that, and you know exactly what I mean. And what time it is? I don't know. I I think the the cast was perfect for some reason. Like it, it shouldn't have worked, and it worked so well. It saved the franchise. Look it up. Um, yeah, look it up. Literally, look it up. Uh, and it created one of the best characters in the in the, in the franchise. And I I say it's, when people tell me they don't like Tokyo Drift, I'm like. Like, what do you expect? What do you like, want like, in a movie like, 
sit down. This has let, everything. Let, let's, it has let's talk about this. Romance. It has fast cars. Spoiler alert. It's got alert. Bow Wow. It's got, <laughs> spoiler alert, it's got Bow Wow. No, um, it's got <laughs> Vin Diesel a little yeah. bit. Spoiler alert. Right. Jesus Christ. No, it's a, it's a good movie. And it has the kid from uh, Home Improvement, the oldest son, in the beginning. Oh, you're right. Uh-huh. What's his name? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll drop that in there. I have that, I have that file somewhere on my computer. I got to drop it in here. Uh, um, yeah, no. Yeah, no. I, I think I just love that movie. And if it's on, I'm watching it. And if someone talks shit about it, I'm arguing. Yeah, I'll argue with you right yeah. there with you. That That's a good movie. You're all wrong. Whoever hates it, you're all wrong. <laughs> also, Too Fast, Too Furious, I gave a, I gave a, a bad rap for ages until yeah. I watched it. Until One, we watched it with Roman. Yeah, that like that time turned us all around. It was great. It was just yeah. like watching certain films with friends or in a group setting can change oh, yeah. the way you feel about one hundred percent, and it was crazy because that—that's the movie that tanked the series almost. Um, yeah, yeah, because it, it was it. Yeah, it was such a departure from the original, mm-hmm. and like, it just yeah, it was it was corny. But now you look at it, and you're like, oh, this was actually brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you've now you've reminded me what. Um, we recently. So first of all, I've always loved this movie. Okay. I'm going to build it up. I've always loved this movie. When I was a kid, I had it on. I recorded it, I think, at my friend's house off of like HBO or whatever, allegedly, on a, <laughs> on a blank tape. And I watched that movie over and over and over again. Uh, and we recently watched it as a team, the fan by team. We, we got into a call and we just like streamed. We all watched it. And it was hilarious. It was, it was amazing. It was, a, it was an amazing time. Uh, Street Fighter, the movie. Holy starring shit. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, Kyla Minogue. Ralph Julia. Kylie Minogue. Raul Julia. With her fine ass. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that was a little creepy, but... I mean... I mean, it's Kylie Minogue. I mean, it's Kylie Minogue. Put some respect on you Kylie Minogue. I mean? put, some, put some respect on Kylie Minogue's name. Um, yeah, a lot of wonderful actors in there. And that movie is campy. It's brilliant. It actually has like some genuinely like smart filmmaking choices and it does some really cool things it's funny it has it's got some really great one-liners raul julia is incredible raul julia did it because his kids were like street fighter fans <sighs> and they were like you have to do this the movie. goat um yeah the goat it was also i think one of his last performances mm-hmm. and he was he was um sort of uh battling cancer at the time he was he was battling cancer at the time and there are stories about like you know, he was going through it on set. Like he, he just kind of acted through it and delivers. Yes, honestly, absolutely. one of the greatest performances on film. Um, check it again. It's one of those things where I, I think it's brilliant, even if you watch it alone. But with friends, it makes the experience like so much better. Like throughout the years, like Paul would quote Jean Claude Van Damme <laughs> his speech yeah. about going up the river uh, all the time and. That made me kind of like, because I don't think I've ever actually, like I've watched the movie for sure, but I don't really remember it except for those one-liners and, just, you know, the guy who played DJ was fucking <laughs> Joanna Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo. That's a, that was the best casting movie ever. What? Brilliant. Brilliant. Brilliant casting. Jesus Christ. Uh, Honestly, people always say, oh, there's not a good video game movie. No, no. There, that's it. That's the one. That is the one. Um, yeah. So uh, 
Also, there's a really fantastic Polygon article about that movie that I highly recommend reading. It's got wild stories about sort of the behind-the-scenes stuff that in, that was involved with that game. Uh, okay, we got two questions left. Um, Jumpgate asks, uh, would you rather have a robot companion or an animal mount for your quest? Ooh, and this is, are we assuming this is like real life or video games? Uh, let's say real life. Real life? Okay. Um, <sighs> damn, as much as I want an animal mount, I think I would pick a robot companion. Same. Yeah, fuck. Well, what kind of robot, yeah. like, what kind of robot would it be? Would it be like a Johnny Five robot robot? Or would it be like Chappy? Or, or, or what? Like, uh, was her name Eve from Wally? Oh, right. Shit, there's so many choices there. I, I think I would want like a Wally Johnny Five style companion because that's like, that's still very, very cute. Yeah. And it's, it's not too threatening. Yeah. Like, I mean, really Johnny scary. Five might fuck you up, but like, I feel like Chappie's too scary. That's too like Boston Dynamics, you know, like it's yeah, too, yeah. It's too realistically like gonna happen. Like that's the that like if that those are the robots that take over. Yeah, the the robot needs to be drop kickable. Like if I <laughs> if I drop kick him and he just does he just eats it and balances it out. Yeah, no, nah, nah. I, I can't do that. No, no, no. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, our last question comes from Bo. Shout out to Bo, man. I'm dropping a flex bomb on that one. Shout out to Bo. Uh, Bo asks simply, the Sandlot or the Goonies? Now, this is a toughie. Really? He, you think this is an easy choice? For me, it was. Oh, uh, what, what do you got? Sandlot. Really? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. So for me, I, growing up, I, I think we watched the Sandlot. I don't even know if we ever watched I don't have a relationship with the Goonies. Oh, I think I watched okay. it when I was a got kid you, once at a friend's house you. or something. But I, I, it wasn't it wasn't part of our like family canon of like these are the greats. But Sandlot for us was like, yo, that's that's the movie. Now that's cinema, yeah. right there. No, that it, again, and that's the same thing with me. Except both of these were just so high on the list. Like mm. these are the go tos. You know, you pop in these VHSs, and you know these are the ones you bring to your grandma's, or maybe you leave it at your grandma, or maybe oh, you wow. you dub it. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you yeah. make another copy allegedly. Um, I I think I'm gonna say Goonies. Uh, okay, that soundtrack, the the actors it produced. Shit. Yeah, that's true. Goddamn, very yo. It's some of the behind the scene, the cut com, the cut uh, content from that. I've seen that movie a thousand times. Um, it's just so funny. It's 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 really funny movie. Yeah, I I also like revisited it again recently as an adult, and I was like, oh, this actually this movie's still pretty great. The score um, on that movie incredible, It'll make you cry. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Maybe maybe I didn't. But I mean, also enough, I can make the argument Sandlot. for Sandlot too. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what the Great Bambino. Colossus oh Cloud? God. Colossus of Cloud? Killing me smalls. Killing me smalls? Pool honey? <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh, that, that base, the night, the night game scene? What? Oh my God. America! I watch this tonight! Sweet <laughs> America! 
I ain't never heard that just, version I, before. I can't not think of like America's Funniest Home Videos when I hear that song. Though. That we should change. This is a really this is off tangent, but you just brought that up, and I was thinking like weeks ago, like I had a shower thought. I was like, we we should totally petition for the national anthem to be changed to the America's Funniest Home Videos theme. <laughs> America, <laughs> this, this is, is you. you. That yeah, wow. ask your kids, ask your parents about that. Uh, yeah, I think it's on the air. I think it's called like oh. I forget what it's called now. Yeah, any it's international bad. listeners, look up America's Funniest Home Videos, but the Bob Saget version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just classic, classic <sighs> shit. Wow. Okay. Uh, with that, uh, let's let's uh let's let's end this thing. Um, Cam. Where can uh, where can the folks find you online? Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Cappy Can't Lose C A P I C A N T L O S E. Uh, yeah, give me a follow. Just don't be a dick. Don't do it. Don't, don't do be it, a dick. I know it's you. So I easy. know you want to. I know you want to, but don't you, do it. I know you want to. I know you want to. <laughs> I know <laughs> I want to. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Polly Miles P O L I M as in Mario A Y O. Um, also, fuck Pitbull, by the way. Oh. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you have any questions and or comments, please send them over to podcast.fanbyte.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can also send us questions and talk to us directly on our in our amazing Discord. Yeah. Um, find a link to our Discord in our show notes as well as to the Fanbyte Discord so you can see the larger extended universe. Uh, please be sure to subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and Spotify. We're also on whatever other pad- podcast catchers are out there. If uh, if you could take a minute to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, though, that really does go a long way. Um, it really is just like, it, it's, you know, America. This is you. It, this is you. It really does help out. And, like, you know, for the future, like, it, it kind of builds clout for the show. And because yeah. this is what a lot of, like, businesses and, and uh, like, event spaces and stuff like that, that's what they look at, like, E3 and all that shit. If you've yeah, never right. filled out one of those forms, it's like, yo, how many reviews you got, bro? I know. Wait, what, what's your rating? What's your rating? Like, podcast, yeah, it, it, legit. Um, so that that does help us out. So thank you so much for for doing those. Yeah, we appreciate it. And I'll, I'll, I'm going to start reading them with, with the Lila style music underneath. I swear, that's that's what I figured it out. That's it. That's the one. Um, we'll go back to old ones too. If you are, if you already did it, we appreciate it. Someone recently updated one of their reviews, and I also appreciate it. Although. Yeah, I mean, I agree. The old music was fine, but I like this one too. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Things change. As always, uh, we're at the Optional NYC on Twitter. You can also find Fanbyte over at Fanbyte Media. You can find the other podcasts that me and Jordan Mallory produce over at fanbyte.com slash podcast or podcastnet.work if you're nasty. Mm. Um, we do have uh, a Metroid Dread review podcast. That should be that should be up already. It should have gone up a couple weeks ago. There's also might be another one coming soon. I, I can't quite just say yet, but keep an eye out for the on the on the podcast feeds and, and show the pod some love because shout out to jordan who's taking who's you know helping uh, run things at the moment while i'm away so go salute jordan by listening to all of our podcasts uh be sure to follow us on twitch at twitch.tv slash fanbyte uh read everything on fanbyte at fanbyte.com and until next time everyone have a good one paul be safe out there hey thanks man i will peace